This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show. The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio. At ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Uh, the Arizona Wildcats head coach worked under Bill Belichick and Sean McVay, among others, before taking the Arizona Wildcats job. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. It's brought to you by Kessler Prime and that bacon appetizer. Ooh, may want to dip it into some Wilderness Trail bourbon. We're going to have to tell you more about Wilderness Trail bourbon. It's our new bourbon on the show. We're super excited about it. Part of the wild turkey family. And I uh, went to the distillery a couple of months ago. It is a beautiful, beautiful place. It's about 30 minutes from the wild turkey distillery outside of Lexington, Kentucky. If you're ever in that area, I highly recommend going to Wilderness Trail uh, Distillery. It's really, really pretty. Nice. They do a great job. The whole tasting tour thing is, is awesome. And... And they have done a a great, great job um, with their bourbon, Wilderness Trail. So ask your wine and spirit store and your favorite restaurant to carry it and give it a taste. Jason, you've had it. I did, yeah. I had the uh, the rye. Yes. It was really good. Yes. I had to stop myself from drinking it all, <laughs> but it was delicious. Well, the one that I gave you, and I messed up, Uh I gave you the one that, that got 97 out of 100 points. Oh, so you gave me... You, you were not deserving of that mm. as a first-year producer on the Out of Bounds show in this legendary show on 105.9 <laughs> wow. The Zone ESPN. Brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation for a great steak and glass of bourbon or vino. Um, but, yeah, so I gave you... you you've got the... We did the Wilderness Trail weeded bourbon. Yeah. The Wilderness Trail 
high rye bourbon and the Wilderness Trail straight rye whiskey. And uh, so I messed up. But uh, I won't do that again. <laughs> hey, that's payback for uh, for giving me old stuff for winning the bracket challenge. I, I feel like getting a good bottle of bourbon. Good bottle of rye. Oh, uh, you did get hosed on that. That was more Blake. But <laughs> yeah. uh, that's right. I still don't understand how... Well, it goes to show you none, none of us really know anything, right, about sports or, or, or whatever, how anything's going to play out. But, I mean, the fact that you won the March Madness bracket challenge... How yeah. long did you take to, to fill out your bracket? Uh, about five minutes, but turns out I'm a genius. You, Yeah, and so you won it, but you were interning for us at that time. Yep. <laughs> and we just totally just put together a hodgepodge of... It was still good stuff, but yeah. it wasn't our... What I would say our A stuff that we have back over there in the back. Not at all. No, <laughs> it's it wasn't our A Tito stuff, our A Wild Turkey stuff, Patron, you know... Uh, some other things that we've been that we've been given. So sorry about that. You got like the B. <laughs> you may have gotten a little bit more of the C. Yeah. Than the B. I mean, it's it's bourbon that's nowhere near as good as all the wild turkey stuff, and then it, you know, other just stuff that y'all had lying around. I know. Well, again, <laughs> if anybody can, you know, it, he almost enjoyed, you know, doing that, to, and especially to somebody like you at that time you were an intern now you're somebody like me you're the producer well you were a college student oh, you're yeah. trying to finish yeah. up at old miss right and and that I, I still can't believe you won march madness yeah man 200 something 220 something people and then <sighs> i then i won it and they were like hey here's one of those little pockets for the back of your phone and oh and, that's so <laughs> terrible and here's a hat of and, an old and here's sponsor a koozie. and yeah <laughs> That we found in the back on the floor. Exactly. Here's a couple of a uh, couple of cubs. We or- should have given you a cowbell. Oh yeah. Well, see, I don't do. I don't think I have one because you can't buy your first cowbell, right? It has to be given to you. Has to be given to you. I think I'm not sure if I have been gifted one. I can't remember if the Fultons have given me one or not. Because I know that they got one for my mom. Because my mom was like, "I want a cowbell." Okay. And I told her that you know you can't buy your first cowbell, so they got her a cowbell. Well, that one I'm not giving up. Oh, well, yeah, the, the because, pirate one never. Yeah, that's the pirate one, and, and Leach came in studio and, and all that. Um, and then that's a Jack Crystal Bell, so I'm not giving that one up. But we do have a couple signed, I think, by there by uh, Fred Smoot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That El, might, El Smuto. That'd be a good giveaway one Smootness. of these days. That would Smoot, be a good. The smoothness. Let's hit the giveaway again. <laughs> Tell us about... Uh, New Orleans restaurant bar, Ole Miss fans heading down there this weekend for a doubleheader, Ole Miss and Tulane, and then you get the Saints in Tennessee. If you have a favorite place that you like to stay or eat or drink, we'd love to hear from you on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776, uh, Twitter handle at Bow Bounds. And Stella Artois caller line is 601-707-3750. So we're giving away a couple of goat shirts. One's uh, uh, Old Miss Blue and White with the number 10. The other one's uh, Maroon and White with the number 15. And then we're going to pair that with an out-of-bounds hat. Enter by telling us something awesome about New Orleans or what you think about the games this weekend. Here's where we are. Obviously, Old Miss should win and win big. Um, going down to Tulane. Um you know, and when Mike Dettelier said that Tulane's secondary wasn't good, hello. Ooh. And, and I mean, he like, 
said it three times. He was like, they're not good. That's when I went over. Uh, I already took Ole Miss. I took them early, even before the line moved. So I feel like I'm in a good spot. Uh, the Mississippi State line is now at nine. I would not give that many points. Um, I think State wins, but I would not give nine. Uh, just wouldn't feel quite, you know, again, Zach, I've said this over and over again. Surprised that the the Mississippi State media hasn't uh, been able to wrap their brain around this. Um, but you got to give a coach, and in this day and age, it's virtually impossible or unheard of, uh, opportunity to develop yeah, and to get his feet under him. And Zach Arnett has coached a whopping two games as a head coach. Lane Kiffin's coached, I don't know. You can look it up, Jason. 60 or 70 as a head coach. Um, maybe more than that. Southern Cal, Tennessee. No, more than that now. Florida Atlantic, Ole Miss. He's probably coached 100 games or so. Um, and that's a big deal. It is. So, but the one thing that Zach Arnett can't afford, you know what? A slow start to me, it would be a concern because you don't want to get a nervous sideline. Um, you start off slow last week, but you're 10 times better than Southeast, Southeast Louisiana and you still win whatever it was, 48 to seven, right? Ole Miss started off fast. Not surprising. Again, it's not, a, it's a, it's an offense they've been running for, for four straight years. Um, but you don't want to start off slow and, and get, and let Arizona get comfortable. And also that defense, that's all we heard about in the off season. I, again, the offense is, I think going to need some time to get up and running, but all we heard about was the defense and they didn't come out with a punch and a pal and a wow. Um, I mean, they played better as the game went on. But and I didn't understand how they couldn't get off blocks early, but uh, against the Southeast Louisiana team that you know again, so we'll see we'll see what they they can do off the edge and in the, in the interior with uh, Pickering and and Crumity. We'll see how much Travion Williams plays too. We're gonna have Steve Robertson on the show at eight thirty to tell us everything. Jeanspage dot com two four seven sports. Steve Robertson, Hale State Insider. This is a big game for Zach Arnett. Should you win? Yes. Can you afford to drop it? You cannot. Fair or unfair? This early in his tenure, you cannot afford to drop it. I do think that the crowd will show up and be loud, and that could disrupt Arizona maybe a little bit on offense. Um, Because it can, as Luganville said, and he's been down on that sideline many a times, it can get loud now that they bowled in that north end of Davis Wade Stadium. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
go to your happy price, price line. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. So everybody is talking about Clemson's done in football. They were on the one, four, and seven yard line and got no points. You think we should pump the brakes a little bit? They were on the one, four, and seven and didn't get any points. They fumbled on the one. (laughs) You know, it would have been different if they couldn't have moved the ball past the 40-yard line all night. I'm not ready to talk about Clemson's total demise yet. Does does Dabo need to do some things? Does he need to embrace the portal? Yeah. Do they have to go heavy portal? No. The Georgias and the Floridas and the Ohio States and the LSUs and the and the Clemsons don't have to go heavy portal. They can pick and choose. But Dabo has been uh get off my lawn guy. That's most guys over 50 years old, right? I mean, this is what I believe. I'm not adjusting. I'm not pivoting at all in life. This is it. And, you know, that type deal. Dabo, you remember we talked about Mike Krzyzewski, one of the greatest of all time? He said, I'm not fooling with one and done players. What did he do a year later? He dove right in. You <laughs> darn right he did. And what else happened? He, he, liked, he won some more titles. He liked winning. Right. So I'm not ready to just take Dabo out to the uh to the street in the trash can quite yet um I I kind of like it I don't know maybe this is the wrong life or business philosophy people that have a track record of success and especially at an extraordinarily high level you know even when they take a shot or a dip I, I'm not one that's ready to throw in the towel on Dabo Swinney and Brian Kelly. That's just, that's not how it works for me. Um, you know, do I think LSU is going to be awful this year? No. They've got players everywhere. Brian Kelly started from like bootstrap. He was at Grand Valley State. Like Kelly's not one of those guys that his first job, like Kirby Smart, was Georgia. Kelly had to work his way up like from rookie ball as a manager all the way up to Major League Baseball. I mean, that's a guy who washed the towels. You know. Jeez. <laughs> it's just, so Kelly's won every, everywhere along the way. 
Now, is he a nice guy? Blah, blah. I mean, guys, we're not going to break that down. I mean, you'd be surprised at the guys that you've rooted for over the years. So we, I'm not going to go there. This whole, you know, I want him to be this perfect person and I want to root for him on the field or the court. The bottom line is when you get in the stands in the stadium, you don't care what happened the Thursday night before. You don't. You know why? You want to win. Yeah. It's, well, you know, almost cheers for Joey Freshwater. Like, <laughs> whatever he does outside of the whole <laughs> locker room and I, everything. <laughs> well, I think he's toned that down, but he did get that He did get that nickname, right? Yeah. So, um, it, you know, if, if Hugh Freeze was old Mrs. Coach next year, they would, che- they would cheer for him. 1,000%. Okay. Yeah. Right? Knowing what we know and knowing that we don't know everything. And, and Auburn fans are cheering for Hugh Freeze. Well, and whenever they got They're Hugh, not worried about the, <laughs> the escorts and this and that and some of this and that. You know what they want to do this weekend? Auburn wants to travel to to the San Francisco Bay Area and beat Cal Berkeley and be 2-0. That's what they want. When you sit down in front of the TV in front of your awesome smart TV from USA Palm and their mega store, what do you want? You want your red beans and rice to be good and you want your, your Stella Artois to be cold. And you want your team to win. So I'm not taking Dabo and Brian Kelly to the dumpster yet. You can. You can. But I'm not. I'm not. I mean, Dabo Swinney did something that has never been done in the history of college football. He took a program that was not a top 15 program and took them to four national championship games and won two. Y'all just want to take him out to the dumpster on a game where they were on the one, four, and seven? And didn't get any points? I'm not ready to do that. Brian Kelly, look, man, Florida State can play. Jordan Travis is an absolute baller, gamer, dude, whatever. I was listening to an NFL podcast yesterday, and they were like, dude can play. He's played for a while. He's older. He's been around campus. He's been on all the plane rides. He's been in the weight room 2,000 times. He's been hit in the mouth. He's lost games. Those are the kind of things that matter, I think. And so I'm not ready to take Dabo and and Brian Kelly out. Do I think Dabo has to get back to the promised land? There's two different arguments here. To get back to the promised land, do they need to do some things? Yes. Is Brian Kelly still adjusting in LSU? Yes. Did Ed Ogeron, did Eddie O run that thing down? He For LSU, yes. Are they still loaded? Absolutely. Was it like what Mike Leach inherited from Joe Moorhead? No. That was running to the ground. Okay? It was. Um, you know, what Hugh Freeze did taking over for Houston Nutt, incredible. What Dan Mullen did taking over for Sylvester Croom, unbelievable. What Houston Nutt did taking over for uh, Eddie O at Ole Miss, unbelievable. What like, um, trying to think of some other examples. Ah, Ben Hallen taking over for Rick Ray. I mean, he flipped that thing overnight, right? Took a little bit longer for Mississippi State fans, but if you really get it, understand it, you know. Andy Kennedy, what AK took from Rod Barnes. Dude, thing was on life support. So, um, even John Cohen from Ron Polk, even though it took him till year three to go to the Super Regional, still. Uh, but Dabo, Brian Kelly, they got players. And it's a long season. Uh, you know, we want to write the, we want to write all the chapters in the first weekend. 
And I'm not, let's see. I mean, is Coach Pro, is Colorado just going to go 11 and 1? I mean, they're the hot name. They should be. Good for them. They went and beat TCU. Does this mean it's just going to be rolling through? I don't know. Can well, Hunter Travis play 120 snaps a game? I'd never ooh. heard of that. Yeah. Um, will they have a, a an afternoon where things go don't go right? They will. They will. Another game this weekend. Two massive brands, Texas and Alabama. The ratings are going to be insane. Last year, they drew one of the biggest ratings that we've seen from college football. Texas will be in the SEC next year. Steve Sarkeesian needs a big win. This is not an ideal setting for him. You know what? Texas goes in with the best trio of coordinators in the country. Yet Sark's not a good head coach. Offensive coordinator, better than Bama. Defensive coordinator, light years better than Bama. Special teams coordinator at Texas, top 10 in the country. And yet, what will play out at Bryant-Denny on Saturday night? Will it be close? Yeah, it should be. Because Bama's not Bama a few years ago. Should Bama win? Yes. But should it be highly competitive, good game? It should, but that doesn't mean it will be. But Sark, now, who's the better head coach? Best ever. Right. The GOAT. Right. So even though Sark brings, takes, and I'm counting him as one, as an OC and his DC and special teams coordinator, light years better than Alabama. Still got Nick Saban. Still have number one talent. And, you know, it is in Bryant-Denny. And then there's another one to keep an eye on. Mr. Motorcycle Man, Bobby Petrino. <laughs> Offensive coordinator at AM. Insanely talented. Where are they going this weekend? Down to Miami to play the Hurricanes. What did Miami do in the offseason? They hired an absolute dude as a defensive coordinator. Guys, Gidry can go. He's big time. Petrino's big time. These are two big time offensive and defensive brains going at each other. What's going to give in Miami? A&M has more talent, but Miami has recruited well. I can't wait to see what happens with that one too. Petrino go and Jimbo. You can leave him at home, but he's going to be there. At Miami, that's another Power 5 matchup. Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Coming up next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show uh, is brought to you by the Chandelier Brewery Takeover at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Bulldog Burger, Ridgeland, Startville, Tupelo. Great place to eat, celebrate college football and NFL. And Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Right there by the reservoir, Bulldog Burger. Great sandwiches, burgers, appetizers. They have a really cool bar area. And uh, we're going to do a wilderness trail bourbon tasting there when the weather breaks. So probably another month or so. We talked to that crew um, last week or the week before. I'm looking forward to that. Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor, and Bridgeland. We welcome in Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Steve joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And Mississippi State will host Arizona this weekend. They played at Arizona last year. And it was a late game, and it was kind of a wild game. You know, Mississippi State uh, took control of the game and then got really, really sloppy and um, somewhat allowed Arizona back in the game, but they won it, and they went home with the W, and now they'll host Arizona Saturday night at 6.30. Steve is, uh, I think everybody, I say everybody, you and I know and a lot of people know that Jaden Delora can play. Um, Mississippi State is better. However, um, Arizona's got some pieces. What are you looking for? I mean, like, what's the first thing that you're looking for Saturday night with this matchup? Well, I want to see State strike first. You know, last year, I mean, yes, State won the ball game 39-17. Arizona goes out and scores on the first drive. They have a long running play. You know, State didn't fit a gap. Next thing you know, uh, the crowd's kind of into it a little bit. Uh, State is a better team than Arizona, but Arizona is improved over last year. They worked the portal very hard. Uh, they have uh, you know three Power Five transfers on the defensive line, so it's going to be a much different team than State saw last year on the defensive side of the football. Kind of positive and negative because Arizona lost both of those good cornerbacks. So perhaps there's some plays to be made there offensively in the passing game for Will Rogers. But this Arizona team, and I discussed this yesterday with uh, with Matt Brock. They have SEC-caliber skill on offense. And so this is a nice task for State. It is a game that I expect to be competitive, but ultimately Mississippi State to win. Boy, you can't drop this game. Arnett, you know, you just, this early in your tenure, you got to take care of business. And with the brutal three-game stretch coming up of LSU at South Carolina and Bama at home, two of those um, top five recruiters, uh, you just you gotta have this one. I I said that about thirty minutes ago, Steve. I don't think enough emphasis can be put on the fact that they need to start uh, playing really well and get out in front of Arizona early. And I don't, however that happens, defense or offense. I'm still wondering how long it's going to take. And I think it's okay. I've I've said throughout the off season, I didn't expect, still don't expect this offense to be um, some kind of you know seamless, well-old machine, but I do wonder what kind of jump they can make from week one to week two. 
Yeah, that, that, that's interesting too. You know, and you know, people, you know, they put up a bunch of numbers last week, and I still think people look back that first quarter and they say, you know, man, expected a little more fireworks here early. That's probably a little bit unrealistic. You know, I mean, you know, brand new scheme first quarter, and it's like we're, we're picking apart a forty-one point victory. You know what I'm saying? It's like you look at that and say, okay, you had some teachable moments, but you you took care of business, got out of there healthy, you get on to the next one. Uh, but I, I think State's play calling last week was really vanilla. And yeah, Agree. it's so funny. People would say, well, how did it be? How was it vanilla? I saw these new formations. If, you, if you've been in practice at all, you, there's a lot more exotic nature to this thing with Barbe. But, uh, you know, you go up there and you pile up 300 yards rushing, uh, you, you're never going to complain about that. But a lot of that, too, was just kind of athletes being athletes. There wasn't a lot of that schematic stuff that you look at and say, you know, that's part of the deal. So, okay, what? Uh, uh, let's stay on offense. Um, Mike Wright, um, dude's got, dude's got a little speed. He's got some jets on him, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. You can ask Florida and Kentucky about that too, because that's exactly how he beat them last year at Vanderbilt with a lot less offensive skill around him. Um, you know, the thing about that is, and we've talked about it on your show before. Uh, Will is decidedly the better passer between the two sure and decidedly the better runner you know and so you know will's probably got to run it just a little bit you know just kind of keep people honest and wright's got to throw it some and you know wright's probably a better passer than will is a runner and that's just kind of the reality of it but will is far and away the better passer i've seen mike in practice several days and he's a competitor but he's really more in the intermediate passing game. Like he, he's not a guy that's going to stretch the field and he can't make some of the throws consistently that Will has. And I've seen, you know, people see a couple of big plays and say, oh, well, Wright should be starting over Will. No, he absolutely should not. Uh, he hasn't thrown a pass in the game yet in a Mississippi State uniform. I like the way Barbe is using these guys. And I want to say this to Mississippi State fans. If they don't hear anything else I say today, listen to this. It is okay to like both players. Sure, I do. Be a competition. You know, it, both of these guys are wearing maroon and white. Both of these guys made big plays to help Mississippi State win last week. It doesn't have to be an either-or deal, nor should it be. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I did think that there would be a few more explosive plays. Um. Well, how about this? I mean, I know Mike Wright could could ball and run. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Creed Whitmore, I mean, impressed, but I thought Tulu and Justin Robinson, some other guys would, would shake loose. Did you, did we lose Steve? He didn't like that question. All right. That's okay. The out of bounds show is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Startville. And Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Don't forget to hit Apple Podcast, Spotify, search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. We're visiting with Steve Robertson. Jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. Steve joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, Steve, were you surprised some of the veterans like Tulu and, and Justin Robinson didn't have uh, a big day or last week? Or you just chalk it up to uh, game one and it is what it is and moving on to Arizona? Well, neither one of those guys is 100% either. You know, I mean, you don't want to stress him too much. You know, Tulu got a little nicked up in the game, too. But, you know, Justin was a guy that was kind of questionable. And, you know, mentally he wanted to be out there, you know. And, and I think ideally 
you probably would have thought if it wasn't a season opener, I mean, this is game six, you probably sit Justin for that game, you know. And so they weren't quite 100%. They're a little bit closer to that this week. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I I didn't expect either one of them to go out and really dominate the game. And Xavier Thomas is back this week, and he did sit last week. And so you should see the full complement of the offense this week. But, um, you know, against an FCS team, I mean, you know, more times than not, you know as well as I do, you're just going to be careful with everybody. The, the main objective is to win the game, get some reps with some younger guys, and get out there healthy. And State was able to do that. What about Xavier? Somebody stepped on his stitches. Is he really healthy, or is he just coming back, Steve? Yeah, well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, he's not going to be quite be 100%, but he's good to go. You know, what happened? He got gashed. It's just one of those football-related injuries, man. Just one crazy thing in practice. He got stepped on and uh, got gashed open, put some stitches in, came back a little bit too early. The stitches got pulled, so they had to kind of go back and, and fix that. And uh, he could have played last week, but it was like there, there's really no point in it, right? Let's give him another week to heal. And so, uh, so yeah, he's good to go, and he's, he's raring to get on that field. And, uh, that that's a punt returner right there, man. You know, there's a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, want to run around, you know, uh, but that's a guy that sees the field well and knows how to set up blocks. He's a weapon in the punt, in the punt game. Uh, who impressed you on the offensive line? You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a little deeper than most people would. Um, I thought Percy Lewis and Leon Bell played really well and neither one of them started in the game. But I think things kind of settled a little bit with those two big bookend tackles. And uh, granted, you know, Southeastern doesn't have a tremendous pass rush, right? I mean, so you'll see a little more of that this week. They've got a defensive end at Arizona that's uh, very rangy and explosive defensive end. Uh, so that, that'll be interesting to see. But uh, there's some depth within this group. And uh, it's going to be eager. I'm eager to see how they move people around because Arizona's got a massive defensive tackle that transferred in from Georgia. Uh, he's just a space eater, though. He doesn't move real well. He's not a guy that's going to penetrate, push into the backfield. He just kind of eats up space and uh, opens up things for other people, kind of clogs up the middle, kind of that traditional three-tack and nose tackle from years ago. But I'm eager to see how that interior line kind of attacks them. But I think tackle-wise, Leon Bell at his first actions Bulldog I thought was really good, which bodes well for the future. Um, but I, I'm, I probably feel better about the depth of this offensive line than I have in a few years. Okay. All right. Well, so, you know, you were talking about Arizona. Jed Fish is an interesting guy. Um, spent a lot of time in the NFL. Uh, he's been under Belichick and McVay, among others. Uh, and he has hit the portal hard the last couple of years. Could, where do you think their roster now that he has hit the portal so hard for two years in a row? And Jaden, Del- I mean, don't you agree that Jaden Delara can ball? Oh, I think he's a stud. I mean, Jaden's a Mike Leach guy, right? I mean, you know, it's like Washington for two years, right? State, excuse me. Yeah. What's crazy about it too, like his release is ridiculous. I mean, like you see a lot of people that throw the ball far and throw it hard, but uh, Delora can get the ball up and out as quick as anybody in the country. Now, sometimes he forces the action, which has kind of been the, you know, the criticism of him. State had three picks against him last year, and a couple of them were just him trying to do too much. Right. You know? But when he plays within the framework of, uh, of Fisher's game plan, Scott can, be a, can really be good. Uh, and they've got great receivers outside. I think McMillan's a guy that uh, is probably an unheralded player. And, of course, Cowling's a guy that they were really fired up about last year. 
So they have some guys on the outside that can hurt you. And they've got a quarterback that, number one, works the perimeter and gets the ball out quickly, so it negates a lot of the pass rush. Mm. So you've got to do some things in coverage on those underneath routes to make him hold on to the football a little bit longer. And, you know, State got to him some last year, but he's going to be one of the more mobile quarterbacks you see. And I don't mean that in the Jaden Daniels way, where he'll, you know, he'll just tuck it and go run 70 yards. This is a guy that knows how to buy time and extend plays, and you can't cover forever. You know, so that makes him even more dangerous. Are you expecting a – I would not be surprised if this game is close throughout the second half. How do you see it? Oh, I see it the same way. I, I think State ultimately covers, but it's probably like, you know, that nail in the coffin drive with, you know, six, seven minutes to go in the game. You know, uh, I think State wins the game. I think State covers. But uh, I, I've seen some scores from some of our fans out there, and, and a lot of that you just kind of write up to irrational exuberance, right? I mean, <laughs> When, when you look at this Arizona team and you look at what they return, and, and Jed Fish is a guy, too, as you mentioned, that uh, has a pedigree unlike a lot of coaches in college. They are gonna they do some things, Bo, with that screen game. It's pretty amazing. They really do. It really is. And, like, they'll line up in some exotic and wild formations. You think, what the heck's going on here? Next thing you know, they, they're screening behind the play, and they got five blockers out there in front, and they have numbers, you know, and so – they disguise some things really well. So this chess match between Arnett, Brock, and Fish and his staff is going to be awfully interesting. But, yeah, I think ultimately State has the better athlete. State's playing at home. State's a better team. Yeah. Uh, I think without State's help, Arizona's probably, I don't know, maybe maybe loses by a couple possessions, maybe a 10-point type game. Mm. Mm. I, I can't emphasize how big a game this is for Arnett. It just you, – you can't afford to – to drop this one don't you agree steve no i agree now you it's, you know everybody all year long has said state's going to win all four non-conference games and, and then i think a lot of people look at that southern miss game just because they said hey this is the week before the egg bowl it's been a long season southern miss will come out playing like it's a you know super bowl so yeah that that's clearly an issue but i think a lot of people have kind of looked over this Arizona game uh, just kind of assuming the fact that, well, you know, we went up there and beat them last year pretty handily. Um, and we did. But the reality of it is this is a team that has improved. State has also improved. Um, but to think that Arizona's just going to get on a plane and come over here and, you know, just go enjoy uh, some Bulldog Burger and call it a day, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> you know, Fish uh, went to Florida. And, uh, for our listeners, Steve and I are talking about Jed Fish the head coach for the Arizona Wildcats. He was there last year. Last year was his first year, as Steve said, and we've talked about. He went portal heavy from the jump. Uh, Big-time NFL pedigree. Been under Belichick, McVay. Been with the Broncos, the Jaguars, and so on. Uh, they almost had it going at UCLA when he was there, but that's been a an S show for a long time, and that was several years, years ago. But if you read up on him, he attended the University of Florida because Steve Spurrier was the coach there. And the sole reason was to hopefully work for Spurrier one day. And what's interesting about that too, Bo, is uh, he was a GA under Spurrier in 99 and 2000 and was on the staff that lost in Davis Wade Stadium in 2000. 2000 when DeCenzo yeah. and Dante ran all day. Okay. Yeah, that's the famous, what, uh, third and 57? Yeah. Game? Yeah. Wow. He was part of that staff. And if you remember, that's I always think about this. I say this to people all the time, and they don't believe you until you show them the data. Uh, the Louisiana high school quarterback is one of the most overrated 
players in the country every year, every single year. There's always this guy that comes up as a sophomore, but it's like, oh, this guy's going to be a dude, right? And the guy that was one of those guys on that team, you remember Brock Berlin? Yes. He was supposed to be – and, and all the LSU people lost their mind, and, and lo and behold, he ends up going to Florida, then pan out there. I think he ended up in Miami. Uh, you know, I can go all the way back to Josh Booty. I mean, there's always some guy out there that everybody latches on to early, and I say, this kid's going to be the next big thing. Uh, I, I don't know if that happens in Mississippi and Alabama. I think, by and large, when we have a in-state quarterback prospect, they end up being pretty good. But there's a lot of right. these guys that get so overhyped in Louisiana. Uh, and I think a lot of it's because there's just so many periodicals over there that cover high school sports. But there's always the next big thing, and then those guys turn out to not be the next big thing. And so that year, the next big thing from Louisiana played at Florida for Spurrier and was the third quarterback in that ball game that, uh, that did nothing. Okay, that's a good point, man. Blade, Galladay, Dorsett. Who is the other dude? Sluter or something from Pensacola area or something? The the Panhandle. Think, Kevin Sluter. He may ninety nine may have been his last year. You could have been right when they went ten and yeah, two and went over there and and beat Clemson in the Peach Bowl. Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. We are the Out of Bounds Show, one zero five nine The Zone, ESPN. Uh, Steve, with the 6.30 kick on Saturday, it gives them an opportunity to um, sometimes host more high school players just because they'll play on Friday and they can kind of sleep in. Are you expecting a – I know LSU's the next weekend, but then you look at time. Are you expecting a pretty good turnout Saturday? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be better than last week. I mean, last week, I mean, and you, didn't, you didn't have a lot of dudes here other than your commitments. You know, there were a handful of guys here. You know, Ole Miss commitment, Noriel White was there and – yeah, you know, a lot of local guys, but uh, it'll be a better crowd this week. And, and you mentioned, you know, those kids making an incredible commitment, you know, to be honest with you, especially as out-of-state kids. They go out there and get beat up on Friday night and then uh, get up and get in a car and they've got to be here for an 11 a.m. game, which means you got to check in more times than not, like 9 o'clock. You know, you got to come in there. And so more times than not, these guys, uh, you know, they leave and drive and get a hotel room somewhere a couple hours out of Starkville and um, – there's, there's quite the commitment to get there. That's why I've always said to you, anybody that shows up for an 11 a.m. game is really serious about your program, you know, because it's just there's just such a time crunch in order for those guys to get there. And can you imagine going out and playing a high school football game on Friday night and going a couple of overtimes and you got to go sit in the car for a handful of hours yeah. to watch a college football game and sit on aluminum bleachers? I mean, come on. Okay, let's go to the defensive side of the football. You mentioned uh, Jaden Delora is going to really, really test people on the edge and underneath, uh, which that's going to be a lot. And I think State's still trying to find a Tyrus Wheat type guy. Um, but I also want to ask, is, you know, what you see. I know Tyrus would come off the edge too, but he would also be an underneath guy and play all around like Arnett likes to do. Who do you see that could emerge as a Tyrus Wheat type guy? And also, separately, who could emerge as somebody really good off the edge this year? Well, I think both of those guys could be John Lewis. You know, and uh, he didn't he didn't win the starting job. Um, but I, I thought Deshaun Page was very inconsistent last week. You know, and so – and maybe he's playing out of position. We'll see. But uh, – yeah, I think with Delora this week, you've got to you got to keep him in the pocket, right? I mean, I, you don't want him getting out playing backyard football, right? And so, I think in some respects, you really work hard on the edge. And maybe I don't know if you play a five or a seven tack, but I, I think you want to kind of 
you want to create the pocket and then collapse the pocket. You know what I'm saying? You don't want him kind of dictating terms. You want him playing within the framework of the line of scrimmage you establish. And so that, that'll be interesting. Uh, but, you know, I think DeMonte had a really good game last week. He didn't do a lot of it in the backfield, though. And DeMonte had a really good game for State last week. Let me ask you guy. this on him. I, 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 look, more power to the kid. Uh, he stayed the course from Provine, you know, been there a while, had to wait his turn, had some injury, you know, all that. He's grinded like so many of these guys do in Starkville and Oxford and everywhere else. Is he quick enough? Has he got a quick enough first step, Steve? You know, I, th- I think he does. I think one of the things, you know, pe- people forget, you know, they were in that car accident, you know, that, right. uh, that nearly killed one of their friends, you know, and then he had the red shirt the next year, and he actually still has another year of eligibility remaining if he chooses to use it. But uh, I think he's a guy, too, that had to learn to play at a new weight, you know, because as soon as he got here and got in the strength and conditioning program, you know, he really began to put on some mass. And I think it's taken him some time to kind of get adjusted to that, a new playing weight. And I think uh, I think – this is really the first time I think that we've seen him realize his potential. You know, he's shown some flashes at times, but he's off to a good start this year, and we'll, and we'll see. But uh, is he that explosive pass rusher off the edge? I think that's the real question, Mark, isn't it? I mean, he's really good against the run. He's a guy that's very strong and has a lot of contact courage, but can he be a difference maker in the pass rush? I think that's, I think that's the question that needs to be answered this year. Man, I know we keep harping on it, but, but how – how bad do they need John Lewis to step up and be that guy, Steve? You know, and that's one of those things, too, with John. I mean, he has – number one, he's a great teammate. I mean, mm-hmm. like when you're around the other guys, that's the thing they'll tell you, you know, is that he's a guy that really plays hard. And the fact that he's out there – he nearly blocked two punts last week. You know, he got one. He nearly got the one before that one. I mean, I think that kind of said, okay, well, I can get the next one. You know, it's just something they saw on film or perhaps, uh, you know – John just kind of realized that how the technique this guy was trying to use to shield him, and he just overpowered him. Yeah. But, yeah, this it's still a big recruiting win for State, but I think John Lewis's best days are ahead of him, and it could be this year. Mm. I think we need John Lewis to take that next step. But from an effort standpoint, he's there. I mean, you know, it's just a matter of maybe getting in some game reps. But, you know, we talked about the beginning of the year. You know, Tyra Sweet and Emmanuel Forbes, you know, losing both of those guys, those are significant losses. Yeah. And, and I would venture to say from an individual skill set standpoint, it's bigger than anything you lost in safety, even though you basically lost the entire first-team safety group. I think a lot of those guys are a little easier to replace than a guy like Tyra Sweet and certainly Emmanuel Forbes. I've, I've got a minute. Were you surprised that that you didn't see Travion earlier than you did, Travion Williams? He played a lot, though. Um, I, I didn't go back and look at the chart, the drive chart, but he's uh, he, he played kind of comparable starter snaps. And and, and that kid's a load, man. I, I know. I, I was watching him in the third quarter, I guess. But, well, anyway, I know they, they wanted to rep out Pickering and Crumity and everybody else. Uh, you know, that's another one that when you win, you know this because you live it way more than I do. When you win the recruiting battles of John Lewis and Travion Williams, you got to get the juice out of them, you know? And so we'll see. Steve, hey, man, appreciate it. Thanks, man. Uh, Jeanspage.com, that that thing's on fire. I mean, it's football season. So 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. Steve joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Go local, go with the home team, as Jake Mangum likes to tell us. 
favorites.com to get a quote in four minutes or less. Lunch today is brought to you by Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe and their uh, daily smoked meats, pulled pork, ribs, blue plates, Fleetway Market, Market Cafe, and Gluckstadt. Good morning. Welcome in. NFL tomorrow. Guess I'm going to have to win fantasy. Start off 1-0, baby. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.